Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Stink is a little aggressive. I don't know if my picture... Do my pictures stink, Al? No, I mean, I don't think... There's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scene. Uh By the way, Taylor, great song. A lot of things happen behind the scene. What people don't understand is you told Jorge exactly what you wanted, the frame that you were looking for. So technically, you took the video without... You were the... You were the... Director. The the director. That's that's a good cover story. I should have gone with that, but it was more, hey, Trav, start talking. That's basically... Okay, stop talking. Yeah, that too, and then (laughs) had the nice little pan back towards the track. Look, we're doing baby steps here. I, I I put stuff up. I'm very proud of what I put up, and I'm going to lean right. into it, Slee. Even if it's just kind of half of my face in an outback, we're doing that. <laughs> At least you're trying. So this is why, yes. Slee, earlier I was trying to do something with it because I think that Travis has the ability to change. I think he has the ability to mm. grow as a person Thank in you. this mm. idea of social media, which is why I think that we need to also keep him accountable for making his content better and better this as kind it goes. Of a new Emily. I like that. You're, Emily you're, is saying, hey guys, I got a solution for I, you. I swear, hand hand up, right? I promise when I took that picture at the top of the hike and you I knew saw, I'd say something. I, I, I it was such a bad picture. I'm literally like I'm doing that like, because I know I know it would grate on you. <laughs> I knew that it would grind your gears to see just such a bad picture. Glad yeah, it worked out. It's great. You know, Thank my you. dad does the same thing. And so uh, yeah, he sends me and my sisters. I'll 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 send you pictures of my dad's selfies okay. and see how similar they are to yours. Can I can I tell you sometimes when you try to by the way, you try to do something too perfect sometimes, you're like, Okay, hey there. They're staging this way too much. I had a friend of mine. She's awesome. She's been in the business for a long time. She's down in San Diego. Padres had their fan fest. Every team, right? Padres had theirs. She straight up had no idea. She took the entire video upside down. Okay. (laughs) Wait, does that a thing? Won't it like Uh, self-correct? No idea. No idea. I just know when it was posted, it was just upside down. (laughs) And, and... The amount of comments she got because it wasn't perfect. It was completely, you know, whatever she did. But I just thought it was hilarious to me how many more people were like, hey, I'd like to talk about this. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the, the perfect video. I want to see the one upside down. That's great. All right. I want to get back to LeBron here in just a minute. 877-710-ESPN if you want to jump in on this as well. We'd love to hear what you have to say about it. But um, long, long, long overdue But yeah. we finally got news over the weekend that the Dodgers are going to officially retire number 34, obviously, Fernando Valenzuela. It has not been worn since Fernando wore it. Uh, it's been everything but officially retired along the way. I know you and I have had the conversation at least You've a pushed few times. this. You've, you've, well, you've spent a lot of time uh, really, really talking about it. I honestly thought about you over the weekend when this happened because this is something I know that's important to you. You're a... As big of a Dodger fan it comes, you share a similar sentiment to a lot of Dodger fans, so I'm sure this means something. Well, it meant a lot to me for a, a million different reasons. Number one, I, I like that the Dodgers have a very high threshold to have your number retired. Mm-hmm. And, and that threshold prior to Fernando being added was, you need to be in the Hall of Fame for us to retire your number, other than Jim Gilliam, who they did, who died suddenly. And so there are an ex- there was an exception, but generally speaking, 
just like the league. We, we need you in the Hall of Fame if we're going to do this. We have too much history. We've had too many great players to just honor great players. You need to be an extraordinary player. You As don't mu- hang division titles. Right. It's that kind of mantra. Perfectly yep. said. And while Fernando is one of the great players in Dodger history, Fernando Valenzuela's career is probably not Hall of Fame worthy. Mm-hmm. It's just short of that. But in the Dodger history, you can't tell the history of probably, if I'm being honest, the second most prestigious historic team in baseball behind the Yankees without telling the story of Fernando Valenzuela through the 1980s. He took the city by storm. He was from Mexico in a city with a number of Mexican-American fans, a number of Mexican immigrants, and he was everybody's guy, not just Mexican people, not just Mexican-American people. Every Fernando was my favorite player as a kid. Fernando Mania was a thing. Like mm. he pitched a way that we had never really seen before since he had this incredible style and flair and charisma. And every time he took the ball, it was an event. He pitched him and won a World Series, Cy Young's, Rookie of the Years, everything that you could want from your guy. And he was a cultural institution here, mm. still is. Still calls games on the radio. He is about as famous a person in this town as you're going to find. And that he wasn't a part of that group, never sat right. I I know that no one was wearing the number, but he deserved the honor of having it officially retired. And they finally did it. And I love it. I'm I'm incredibly happy for him and incredibly proud that they did the right thing and put Fernando uh, or put that number 34 on the wall where it belongs. You go to a Dodger game and there's... um it's very clear <clears throat> you go look at that fan base and there are so many proud Mexicans yes who are Dodger fans and I'm sure those who are there today who are 16 to 25 years old or whatever the case 16 to 30 I'm sure a lot of their parents got them into Dodgers baseball and I'm sure they got into Dodgers baseball probably because of Fernando or Fernando had some type of piece to it um, a lot of times players get honored and Trav they do it too late Right, they do it Great because point. maybe somebody passed, and now you want to honor who that person is. Whatever the case is, the fact that he got to stand there at Dodger Stadium, and you know they're sitting on the mound, him and uh, um, uh, Cass, uh, yeah. Uh, Stan, yeah, Stan uh, Caston, Stan, Stan Caston, he's sitting there on the mound, and he's kind of blindly having a conversation with him to introduce him. You want that moment in front of Dodger fans. Aren't they going to do an entire weekend honoring him? So that's that's amazing. So he joins, and how about this for a a list of guys to be associated with? Pee Wee Reese, Hall of Famer. Tommy Lasorda, Hall of Famer. Duke Snyder, Hall of Famer. Gil Hodges, Hall of Famer. Jim Gilliam, as I just mentioned. Sutton, Don Sutton, Hall of Famer. Walter Alston, Hall of Famer. Sandy Koufax, Hall of Famer. Roy Campanella, Hall of Famer. Jackie Robinson, needless to say, Hall of Famer. And Don Drysdale. Not a bad group of people to be um, inducted with. And obviously, Clayton Kershaw's number is going to hang up there five years after he's done. Yeah. And he goes into the Hall of Fame. They'll put 22 up there with the rest of these numbers. Is there someone else that and, – and I know that it was – I saw it on social media. I think Chris might have sent me a t- uh, text about this over the weekend. He wants Oral in next. He wants Hershiser's 55 because, again, Hershiser, right when Fernando started to come down the other side and started to pitch for other teams, and I think, here comes Bulldog – throws nine million scoreless innings in a row has one of the great seasons of all time pitches them to the world series yeah there's a compelling case for oral hershiser as well um i'll ask you more of that question because i do think you're if i could give my opinion on it but i think you're more the historian when it comes to dodgers 
Do you think he should have his jersey retired? It's such a tough call. If they did it, I wouldn't be jumping up and down saying how you know. But I, I kind of understand if they at least say not quite yet. I, can, I understand I, it's in that real small middle ground. So just to go off of what you just I'd said right it. there, I do it. But just go off that hesitation that you had would tell me then. Okay, then it's not there because Fernando was a no-brainer. What oh, yeah. the hell are they doing? Oh, yeah. Well, if you're making that exception for Fernando because he's a no-brainer. And there's so much history to it. Just enough of that hesitation on Hershiser. Not that he's not, um, he hasn't earned it, but that hesitation tells me that's not comparable at all to Fernando. He didn't give up a run for like three months. Jesus. <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, that's, that's hard to do along the way. Not a, not a bad run for him as well. 877 710 ESPN. You said something uh, during the break when we were kind of talking about it that I hadn't thought about with Fernando, not Fernando, with LeBron and what's coming up this week. Obviously, he's 36 points away from the record. Yep. Um, every basketball person Everybody's worth here. their salt is here. Every historian yes. of the game, yes. Every, every historian, every reporter, every every hack that, that covers the NBA is here this week to cover him going past Kareem. Mm-hmm. It's also the trade deadline. It's also the weekend after they did not get the guy that I think Laker fans desperately wanted. It's the weekend after the well, maybe it's me, tweet. <laughs> There's like this confluence of events that's all going to take place here in the next couple of days. It could get wild between now and the record breaker, the trade deadline, and everything else. Because he might get it tomorrow. If he doesn't get it tomorrow, he's certainly going to get it on Thursday. It's going to be a nutso week. So can I ask you this? Because I, I, I have my own interpretation of the tweet. Maybe it's me. What, what was, what's your interpretation of that? It's, it, it is quintessential LeBron James mm-hmm. deniability but we all know exactly what it is mm-hmm. it is one of those he's mad they didn't get it done mm-hmm. he's upset that Kyrie Irving is on a team that's not the Lakers he wants help understandably but instead of saying blankety blank I can't believe we didn't get him it's this no no, no that's not what this was about tweet it's uh, maybe it's me no I saying you don't know nah, it wasn't about that yes it was I, I I believe that of course it is the time LeBron's this is his move. Other yeah. than being awesome at basketball, yep. this is his move, mm-hmm. that he tweets things like that. I didn't like it. I never liked those sorts of things. I'd rather him just come out and say, yeah, man, I'm bummed. I really thought we were going to get him. I wanted to get him. But, I mean, let's see what else is out there as opposed to something that's – I don't even want to say it's cryptic because it's not. Sure. It's so obvious what it is. It's not cryptic, but that's kind of how that's, I saw it. That's kind of why I, I talk about how it's fa- fascinating to watch – how the rest of this week plays out. Can you really kind of just have Russ the rest of the season? That's another that, great one. I, I, and I, I sit on that because I'll use this as an example. If Bron had tweeted out, or tomorrow when the Lakers play the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I'm sure he's going to say something along the lines of, hey, I don't, I, I'm not in that front office. I can't control things that happen there. I'm worried about this team making the playoffs, the guys in the locker room. But that's going to be a very, very interesting dynamic. Sure. And And like you just said, they're all here because Braun is about to do something that ha- is a record that stad- stood for over 30-plus years. He's going to have the most points in NBA history. Oh, by the way, the trade deadline's Thursday. The Kyrie situation didn't happen. Russ is in that locker room as well and is the name that and was Al- being thrown around over the last— The other thing, too, and we could, we'll talk about this when we come back, mm-hmm. is how pissed is LeBron? You know, he was. We all assume. Let me let me rephrase. We all assume 
that he was operating under the assumption that the team had, look, if there's something we can get done to make this team better, we will do it. The, yep. the Plinka quote that you've mentioned a hundred times, right? That no we, resource. No that we resources won't use. that we won't use. Well, you still have the resources and you haven't really addressed the team in a meaningful way. Well, how does LeBron feel about that? Does, did, will he accept the, hey, listen, we offered everything we had. It didn't happen. Is that a good enough answer for him? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is LeBron. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. That's what he was tweeting about. Taylor Swift. That's what I thought instantly when I saw it. (laughs) Thought this was some sort of Emily Grammy protest that Taylor Swift got shut out last night. I'm not worried about Taylor Swift last (laughs) night. She was nominated for Red Taylor's version, which is a re-release, so it's not like the end of the world. But it was surprising she didn't get Best Song of the Year for All Too Well 10 Minute Version. Yeah. But I'm just gonna let it go. It's gonna be fine. I already talked about the movies last night. Were you irritated? No, actually, I wasn't really. Think? No, okay, no. <laughs> I knew Taylor wasn't going to get yeah, stuff. That's true. I, I knew Taylor wasn't going to get any awards. I, I was more irritated that Beyonce didn't win Album of the Year and Harry Styles did. Harry Styles is Harry's house. It was a good, fine album, but I believe that Beyonce had a better and more impactful album, as well as our favorite song for when the uh, Rams lose, Easy on Me, did win a Grammy. So I, I hope everyone's happy tonight because whenever I hear this song, all I think of is Chris, and all I think of is the Rams losing, and so it makes me a little sad. Does equate to losing something important? Yeah, it does feel like that. Yeah. Then we had there was a moment we had Whitney Houston, right? Like yeah, this feels this feels more. Bit. This one hurts more. To our show. Yeah, this one hurts yeah. more. Yeah. You guys, I was walking uh, back from the the bathroom during the break there, and I was thinking about the Kyrie thing and the LeBron thing. And I think why this feel and by the way, the Adele song fits perfectly for this too. I think you, if I can speak for you a little bit, certainly for me, and talking with Mason and Andy on Friday, I think we all thought it was gonna happen. That it wasn't like, hey, they got a shot at this. They got, you know, they got a one in five chance at this happening or whatever it might be. It didn't feel like it felt like if the Lakers wanted to do it, they were gonna be able to get it done. Mm-hmm. Lakers did want to do it and they couldn't get it done. I think that's the the feeling that this morning it's like we I really thought Kyrie Irving was going to be a Laker this week. I really thought we were going to get to see what that looks like and it's terribly deflating that he's not. So it's funny cuz the question on Friday was it had less to do with Brooklyn doing a deal with Lakers. It had more to do with, hey, do you want Kyrie here? Is yeah, this the guy? Is yeah. it hey, you're going to give up is this where you're going to give up that those two picks? Saturday I remember doing post-game show and I I was talking about it felt like, okay, you had the dust settled a little bit. You had a chance to kind of think about it. And for me, it started dawning on Saturday. I'm like, well, 
does Brooklyn really want to give Kyrie what he wants? Does Brooklyn really want to? Kyrie has <laughs> no. been an amazing headache for that franchise and or, organization. Are they really going to say, hey, let's give him exactly what he's looking for? Let's send him to the Los Angeles Lakers? No. I, I think the more that you thought about that is the more than you started thinking about the Nets saying, yeah, cool, Lakers. Absolutely. Yeah, you keep giving us a call. We're so interested. <laughs> so interested. But let's just see what everybody else has. I, I think they would have. T- I, I think this is a better deal for them, the the Mavs move. But I also think they would have took a um, a worse deal just to I, make I sure it wasn't. I, I think that if if we stipulate that the Laker package was better, I don't think either one of us think that it is. But if it were, like let, let's just for the sake of argument, say it was three first round picks. Okay, I don't think Kyrie's here. I think he still goes somewhere else because Kyrie does that thing that people have a really hard time getting over. Like you I'm can't try to help you, you. You can't you can't make my life miserable over and over and over again and never take responsibility for it. Guys mess up. You can you can make my life miserable for a day if you come to me and say, Listen, man, I'm really sorry how that went. I'm gonna work really hard to make sure that doesn't happen again and then do that thing, fine. But when you make my life miserable, and then you look at me like, it's not my fault. Well, yes, it is. Everybody knows it is. You go, no, it's not. And then you do it again and again and again. You sabotage the coach. You do all these things. Then when it comes time for me to do something for you, I'm not going to do it. And, and that's that's where that was. And I don't, because I think the emotion from Friday, we were so excited that it might happen. We didn't take that half a beat to go, yeah, but are the Nets going to send him to L.A.? The answer is pretty much no they and, weren't and this wasn't one of those where the lakers were refusing to give up both picks. right this wasn't that right. hey you know what the lakers um they were they were down to get Kyrie, but they weren't all in they were just kind of hey if if the deal is right that's why the braun thing throws me off that, the that's, tweet you're talking about yes because listen i've said this a hundred times you said this a hundred times and, and some people like this some people don't but I, i'm gonna as best full picture as i could put it when I say, hey, we're in the LeBron James window, people can say, you know, some people get angry and say, you know what, this isn't LeBron's team. I get that. I understand yes, that. Is. But, what? But okay, let, let's put this on. Yeah, it's yeah. not his team. You have built the last five years of your organization around LeBron James. So accommodating to LBJ is not uncommon. That's what every franchise does when you have a superstar like him. And anybody that wants to say, yeah, but he's in his 20th season. Well, the Lakers aren't four games below 500 because of Braun. Braun's, for the most part, doing his part. There's some other factors that would be nice if they're there on a more consistent basis. But the Braun tweet, what did you want Palenka to do? Yeah. Well, Clearly, the Nets don't want to make a deal with the Lakers. Right. Why? I, I don't understand anybody that's mad at Rob in this situation. It's not like Rob was like, I'm not giving up two picks. I'm only giving up one. That's not what happened. It's not what happened, and nothing needed to be said. Nothing needed to be said. Palenka tried to get it done. Didn't happen. The Nets, like you said, weren't going to do it. LeBron knows that everybody was trying to get something done. It's like nothing needed to be added to it. It. Everybody's disappointed. Everybody wanted it to happen, and it didn't. And it's one of those, ah, blank. But where you go from here, the tweet doesn't move the needle in any. It's not because, it's like you said, had they been holding on to one of those picks, like we're only doing one, sure. then LeBron has a reason to be frustrated. I agree. But they, that's not what it was. It's I like, agree. What are you frustrated? What would you have liked them to have this, done? This entire time, Palenka has said, and there have been people, there have been reports, but, there's been stuff that Bron has said, post-game shows. Bron, remember that one post-game that I'm not playing the game just to play. I want to win. Yeah. Right? All of that kind of came to this moment where 
Polenka was, I got the two picks, guys. I'm not holding on to the two picks. I'm throwing them in the package. <laughs> they played can't it make the deal for actually Brooklyn. perfectly. They just couldn't get the deal done. That They still had them for when the actual difference maker became available. You had the, the capital to conceivably make a deal. It's just that the other guy didn't want to make a deal because he wanted to screw the guy on the other end. Can, can I give you an example? Maybe a good example, maybe bad. Let's say DeMar DeRozan wanted out of Chicago. And I'm just using it as an example. And Chicago was going to go into full rebuild. And those picks were everything to them. That 2027, that 2029. Then you're probably going to get DeMar DeRozan. But that's not yeah. the situation in Brooklyn. No. You know how they say it's personal and it's yeah. business. This was personal. And I thought a biz good business decision for them as well. Always personal with Kyrie Irving eventually. Yeah. Always. That's just the sort of dude that he is. Let's go to Santa Ana. And Jaime. Jaime, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, how you guys doing, man? Um, I just wanted to um, comment on what you said earlier about Fernando Valenzuela. And uh, like you said, it's been a long time coming. Yep. And I know he doesn't have the Hall of Fame numbers like everybody says he does. But you know what? You can't deny that he probably had the best start of maybe two, three years of maybe any pitcher. And for what he's done for Los Angeles, I mean, God bless him. I mean, that's the reason why I'm a Dodger fan and my whole family are Dodger fans is because they grew up during that time. I remember being four years old, um, 1984, and, and seeing him, and he was a living god to me. Yes. And um, um, like uh, another thing, Trav, is uh, kudos for you. You've been you've been talking about this for years now, and I'm glad somebody finally listened up. And uh, one more last thing before I'm out. Um, congratulations to both of you guys. Um, I'm a big fan. I was at the Mandy's. I can't wait to do it again. And it's been, um, you know, a big a big. Uh, uh, what's it called? Change to see Travis on Bud Light commercials and Sliwa uh, <laughs> uh, doing uh, stuff with Jim Hill. And I, I just want to say congratulations to both of you guys. And hopefully, you guys take one of those Mandy Awards this year, huh? Appreciate oh, so it, man. Yeah, Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, just no for... guarantee on that last one. By <laughs> yeah, the way. I yeah, probably not. Yeah, don't put your money on probably it. Taylor, not. don't shake your head. Okay? Um, we already know. Just for clarity, I was not the only one banging the Fernando drum. I was among them. I, I wanted it to happen, but this was not a, a minority opinion. This Everybody wanted that to happen. Did you like the explanation uh, Stan was given about, all right. hey, we're trying to um, – we know there's tradition here. This is how yeah. they do it. We wanted to take a second. Yes, it, it, it's fine. As long it, as you it, do it, I guess. As long as you – I would have rather it had come sooner yeah. than this, but it's fine. They got it – look, if you ultimately get it right, I can I can live with it. Mm -hmm. um, like Jaime said there, that there, he was four years old when Fernando was doing his thing. I'm about 10 years older than you, Jaime. I was about 12 years old when he – well, no, 10, when he kind of started doing his thing. I was a huge Dodger fan, and if you are somewhere between the age of maybe 60 to 40, that little 20-year window – and you saw that man do what he did, there was nothing like it. Mm. He showed up. He's 19 years old. He's a little doughy, and he's got this funky motion where he looks up to the sky, and he closes his eyes. He throws a weird pitch. He throws a screwball, which nobody really throws. He gets thrust into the opening day lineup on opening day. because I think it was Jerry Royce like had some little minor injury, and they're like, well, f just throw Fernando out there. He throws a shutout. I, I, I'm going by memory here. I don't have notes in front of me, but I want to say he opened the season with eight consecutive complete games. I mean, it's just this incredible debut and he didn't speak much English so there was this little bit of mystery around him for non-Spanish speaking people like myself who were like you know what's this guy all about I want to I want to know more about this mm -hmm. guy and 
it was magical. Mm. It, there really is no other word for it. It was this magical. And by the way, they won the World Series sure. because he pitched his ass off in the World Series. Something, something Jaime said, which I'm sure a lot of Dodger fans in Southern California can share. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. That they're fans today because their parents were watching them at that time. This is, uh, you know, some people, maybe you remember it, maybe you don't. But you know what's kind of funny? He pitched a couple years in San Diego. Sure. Do you know how big he was in San Diego? Well, of course. But just how, how funny is that? That he's got, the connection is not, he's a Dodger, right? Like everybody knows him as a Los Angeles Dodger. He spent a couple years in San Diego and he kind of took over. I mean, it was it's just kind of comical to think about that, that late in his career, and he was still doing it. He that. was larger than life. He pitched for the Angels. He pitched for the Padres. He pitched for the Cardinals. I want to say he pitched for the Phillies. I'm 99.9% sure he pitched for the Orioles at one point or another. Yeah, he did. That it, it 93. Was, yeah, he, but he was never like a Baltimore Oriole. He was like, oh, that's Fernando from the Dodgers pitching for the Orioles. Sure, sure. It was a totally different thing. Some guys have that, and nobody had more of that than that guy. Congratulations to Fernando for sure. Factor Cap, coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, guys. Well, I don't think that I had my perfect weekend like I did last weekend. Uh, I didn't have as nice of a weekend as Travis did, but I did experiment with some cooking this weekend. I got some, I got. I did some fried fish. I did steak frites. It's all great. The She sent me the picture of her uh, fried shrimp tacos. Killed it. Looked pretty darn good. I got, a, I, got a, good. I got a cooking story to tell this weekend as well. I'll do that a little bit later. And steak frites, <laughs> by the way, is not a super easy one to do yeah. really. It's easy, but it's hard to do really well. So yeah. good on you. Made some triple parm fries. It was great. There you go. All right. So um, Ben Affleck was at the Grammys yesterday, and he was accompanying his uh, – they're married now, right? Jennifer Lopez? Okay. Jennifer Lopez. I'll go with, Taylor, Taylor will with, know. I'll go with yes. Taylor? <laughs> Absolutely, of course. Yeah. 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 So, but he was caught a lot on camera, uh, kind of candid, with some, some saying RBF. Like, he did not want to be there, and he was kind of showing it on his face. So, you think that you have RBF. Uh, Trav, factor cap? Cap, uh, because I don't think I have the B in that sense. Like, I have a different B in the RBF. My Mine would and be... And let me, let me clarify. Yeah. Resting, you know what face. Yes, yes. Mine would be... The B would be boredom. I, I think it's <laughs> I think it's fairly easy to tell when I'm not super invested in my surroundings. I, I don't think that I can seal that particularly well. So, sure, if you put me in an environment that was surrounded by cameras and it was something that I was not super fired up to be there... I would be caught much like Mr. Affleck. Fact, not the best at it, right? There's certain times, you're certain situations, and 
um, I don't really fake it very well. And I think it's because I don't want to fake it. If I don't, if I don't feel like being there, I kind of show that I don't want to be there. So I kind of fall along the similar line here. It's going to be on my face. Taylor? Embrace it, Slee. Come on. Yeah, this is fact for me, too. Uh, if you look at pictures of me when I was a little kid, uh, not not smiling. It's just always been a thing. And what not I- looking at the bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> no look bow and arrow shots. <laughs> when I'm happy, I've got this face. When I'm sad, I've got the same face. So, fact. Right. Um, so this weekend I went to uh, Sephora, which is a makeup store for those who aren't aware. Uh, you're lucky. Of course you um, know that. But uh, I went in, I'm like, it's always a store where I feel like I'm not a woman. You know, you're like, I I feel like the least feminine when I go to a makeup store because I have no idea what's going on. Mm. All I want to do is go to this one thing. There's so many products. There's so many people, like the people that work there trying to get your attention and try to get you to buy these expensive things. All I want to do is get in and get out. And so I feel very unwomanly when I go there. So there's a manly place that makes you feel less like a man. Alan, oh, Dr. Cap. fact. No question about it. We've talked about this before. You walk into a Home Depot. <laughs> I don't know. What is going on? And I and there's there's layers to this. Okay, it's one thing for me to walk into Home Depot and just aimlessly walk around. Maybe I'm looking at okay, I go to one area and it's barbecues, and I'm like, okay, I'll feel a little bit more comfortable right here. <laughs> it's another thing. One of my good friends is a contractor. Yeah. The guy builds homes from from scratch all the way up. Go walk in with him, and everywhere you go, hey Ryan, how you doing? This day, hey Ryan, you still need this? this? I I literally like my head goes down. And it's almost as if he's a kid and say, go get some Starburst or something like that. I'm on it. <laughs> Wait in the car. I'll bring yes. you some candy. <laughs> yes. Trav? Uh, I, I said the same thing to you this morning. I said home improvement centers. So I have a slightly different experience than you, though. I worked at Sears right when I got my radio career started. I, I was making that, $5 yeah. an hour. So I needed a real job to make money. And I worked at Sears in the I know what all the tools are, Al. Like, if you said to me, go get me a router with this specific bit, I know exactly what that is. I don't know what to do with it, but I know where to find it. I know, like, I could pull it off the shelf, which actually makes me feel even worse. No, you could fake it much better no, than I'm I I'm afraid there's a follow-up to. question. <laughs> I'm afraid, like, oh, will this do? I don't know. Like, I have no idea. That is mine as well with a very close second anytime you go to a mechanic. And they start talking about what's going wrong with your car. It's like, damn. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. We're going to fix that, though. Yep. How much is that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's make sure we fix that. I have no idea. None. But you're going to yeah. put the sticker on, right? That just tells me <laughs> that's going to go on. To- <laughs> I got the sticker and the credit card number. Yeah. Yeah. That's Five the grand. Only Sounds part right. I understood was the sticker part. They have to throw one out the first time you go into a place, too, just to see if you go, wait, that's not a thing. Like they, they, there's five real things and one fake, and if you don't call it the fake, then, uh, then we got we yeah. got one. Then they, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, come in here. All right, Taylor. Oh, uh, Cap, I don't know. I feel like a man I, everywhere, every day I go. I don't know. Uh, if, nice. if I had to pick one, maybe when I was a little kid, my dad would take me to like these tractor implements. It's basically a car dealership for tractors, and just walking around with all these these farmers that know, you know, the know ins and do out. things. Yeah. That, that makes Can you me imagine feel like us a, being there? A little it boy. do well. It wouldn't fit in. Oh, by the way, so speaking of how we've had this conversation about length of movies, three-hour movies, all that good stuff. So uh, you guys have talked about Casino before. I'd yeah. never seen it. So I was like, oh, let me like put on Casino this weekend. Three hours long. And I was like, not worth it. It was not worth the three hours at all. It was really? boring. I fell asleep. I was like, of the oh. Scorseses, I think that's his most predictable. Have you ever seen The Irishman? Oh, right. Yes, I forgot. Yeah. Also bad. Is Casino just because 
it's iconic to us at a time where... Can I agree with both of you? I like Casino. I think it's a good movie. I enjoy watching it. If it's on, I will slug through a while of it, though. But I totally get where she's coming from. Like, I, 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 I get like it. It's the same Scorsese thing over it's and over the again. Same it's, movie. it's Goodfellas, but it's like, It's the again. same. That, the, the, the objection to it, which I put some... It's a very similar movie to Goodfellas, and I've already seen Goodfellas. Which is also why it didn't get as much acclaim as Goodfellas Which did. is also why I love it, because it's... Exactly like Goodfellas. And Goodfellas is great. I was going to yeah. say, I think that if you're a fan, are you a fan of yes? I'm a fan of Scorsese, and I'm a fan of mob movies. And I thought mm. that it was a, it was an average. It's very mob similar movie. to Goodfellas. Why? Well, but then if you if Goodfellas was six hours long, I'd watch it. <laughs> well, it's they, like, like the intermission. The Just together. put them together. Yeah. They put on a pink suit for part two. Jimmy Conway becomes <laughs> Eighth Rothstein. He changed his name. He moved to Vegas. Yeah, why right. not? How about so, what yeah, he tells sorry, this them? Wasn't a factor tell them. They just say, uh, "Hey, make sure you don't spend your money. Don't show it. Don't be obvious." They come out with a brand new car. They're walking. <laughs> Pink in. Cadillac. There you go. The and then yeah, Joe Pesci played the same character that he did in Goodfellas, but it's fine. It's it's, good character. It's, whatever. it's it is. All right. So a two hundred pound Shrek sculpture went missing in Massachusetts. So this guy made a two hundred pound Shrek, Shrek sculpture and tried to get it back. Uh, I'm not sure if it's still missing or not, but you have no idea what someone would do with a Shrek statue. Taylor, Fetter Cap. I don't want to know what they would do with with a Shrek statue. That's just <laughs> <laughs> it's still gone, by the way. Just so you guys know, three right. hours ago I got the update. Uh, Trav. So I believe the statute of limitations has expired, so I can probably tell this story without fear of reprisal. Um, I don't think it still exists, but do you guys know Bob's Big Boy? Right. Yeah. Okay. In the so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So there, there used to be a Bob's Big Boy everywhere, right? There, there were it was a chain. They were kind of all over the place, and there was one in Arcadia that had the Big Boy out front with the the big burger. And I don't know, the Big Boy was, or I guess it's Bob. Um, I don't know. It's maybe four feet tall, but you could move it, right? Like if you had a couple of buddies, you could move the Big Boy. <laughs> We might have moved. So I don't know. I think we like moved it to the back of the restaurant. or It wasn't like the, the crime of the century, but it, I'm sure it's just somebody doing it to do it, and it'll show up in somebody's backyard before too long. I think Ow. he moved it. I think he moved it. <laughs> um, I personally, I have no idea what someone would do with it. I do think that it's completely to just... Like they're sitting right now saying, can you believe this made a story? Can you believe this made the news? Can you believe... People for, love Shrek. But for them doing it, I'm sure they didn't think it was going to be a big deal. It's all over the news. I think they're doing it just for that storyline, I juice. guess you could say. Did yeah. you like Bob's Big Boy? Did you ever get a chance to dine in one? Never did. Pretty good. I am, Actually, the only reason why I know it is from when I moved to LA. Yeah. So. Bob's Big Boy had legit burgers. <laughs> just saying. All right. So uh, this was a debate between my, me and my friends this weekend. So... Um, when you are texting somebody and you want to show that you think what they said is funny, there are essentially there there are more than two options, but here is essentially the two options you have is haha or lol. So you always choose haha over lol. Trav, Patrick Cap. Cap, I because I, I I don't use lol. That's not my jam. I will if Crying I find emoji. something mildly amusing, mm -hmm. but I want to acknowledge that it was amusing. I will do the little bubble that you can add that says ha ha. Yes. If I find it genuinely funny, I will type out a long ha 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 ha. That's the one that means you <laughs> you got me. Like those are the two. I don't there there's the yeah, I'm gonna give you something because it was pretty good, but the one that 
multiple A's and H's. That means that was actually quite funny. Any LMAOs? Any, any ROTFLOLs? Th- those are my only two. <laughs> those are my only two. Al? So it's cap for me. Um, I don't really have like a go-to. I don't think I do. I think sometimes I throw in an LOL. Sometimes I throw in a ha-ha. I feel like if I have more time, I got one more letter in me. If I'm in a hurry, it's an LOL. It's strictly business. Uh, but I do not have a preference between the two. It's also, it, it's almost sometimes embarrassing. So sometimes I'll start off, I'll respond to a text with ha-ha, and then I'll say what I wanted to say in the text, and then I'll end it with an LOL. And that's just embarrassing. And I forget <laughs> that I do it. It's just, it's just embarrassing. Exactly. Taylor? I do ha ha. I do H A H A H. Yeah, with five letters. Ooh, you end it with an H instead of an H. Ha ha. I like how you got to put an accent over the second part. So people, ha ha. You're coming up, right? That's what those things are there for. That's awesome. You got to use your punctuation <laughs> accordingly. Um, got some good Fernando tweets that I want to read here in, in just a second. Plus, um, speaking of left handed guys that the Dodgers should take care of, Julio mm. Rios seems. Less than 100% enthusiastic about the season that they're about to get started with. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Just texting with a couple of my buddies about the quality burgers that used to exist at Bob's Big Boy. Mm. Just pretty good, Sal. Good stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They had good fries too, if memory serves. They had like they had a little. Their Thousand Island was a little different than other mm. places. I just you know I okay. Like, you I know how it. I like to reminisce about old things I don't get to eat anymore. The Shrek two hundred pounds brought up gone. <laughs> you thought about I you put all right the to burgers. <laughs> You put all the pieces together. Puts me right there. All right. uh, A couple of tweets here back to back that I want to read. Um, We're talking about Fernando a second ago. Fernando's going to have his number retired by the Dodgers. Good. Finally. Well done. All of those things. Well, well, well overdue. Um, Jake writes, I actually agree with the Hall of Fame rule they've used, but this was always an obvious exception, and Fernando should be the only one. With all due respect to guys like Oral, Garvey, Justin Turner, next should be Kershaw, Kenley if he's elected, presumably Mookie, etc. Okay? You can make a case that Mookie could go in as a Red Sox, too. But what he's saying is, as great as Oral Hershiser, Steve Garvey, uh, Justin Turner are, those guys are not going to end up in the Hall of Fame, um, so don't put their numbers in the outfield. Here's the flip side of this. This is Luis Estrada, literally 10 seconds after that one. If based on contributions to Dodgers and L.A. area are important, Garvey Say and Justin Turner need to go up as well. This is the door that you crack open once you put some, once you, I don't want to say violate, once you make an exception to the rule. Once you say, Fernando's not in the Hall of Fame, but we're going to put him in because he's, to, to us, he's one of the most important people in the history of our team. Okay, what about Oral Hershiser? What about Steve Garvey? What about Justin Turner? What about, what about, what about? And now you're into this thing, and the next thing you know, it could be the Houston Astros, and you got 46 numbers retired. So this is why I like the conversation. I like the conversation because you kind of know that, what, first off, people want to complain about something. And if they were complaining about Fernando, but it, I, I always ask, what is your knee-jerk reaction? And if I tell you, should Fernando, should his jersey be no retired, brainer. it was a no-brainer for you. 
I think if I start bringing up these other these other names, I think there is hesitation. I think that listen, I'm not saying they didn't contribute. I'm not saying they didn't do this. I'm not saying you said Hershiser didn't give up a run for three months worth of case. I'm I'm not saying literally. I'm not saying <laughs> that's so stupid. That's so ridiculous. I'm not saying any of that is not true. I'm not saying they're not important. What I'm saying is if Fernando felt like the one, guys, what are we doing here? Why are we doing this? And everybody had a certain emotion about it. But these other conversations could be, like you said, two different tweets. One saying, hey, make this exception for Fernando. The other one saying, let all these other guys in. Then it's a debate. Then it's a real conversation. If Fernando wasn't a debate and a conversation, then doesn't that just kind of simplify the 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 debate that I think that so. one made more sense and these are... You, now you're um, uh, not stretching, not reaching, but that that conversation Maybe like stretching you're talking about and is. reaching it are the right words because I think you you said it. It should be. I don't even need to ask whose number that is or ask who that guy is. I I'm not old enough to have seen Sandy Koufax pitch. I know who he was. I, I don't. I never watched Walter Alston manage a baseball game. I know who that was. I know who Duke Snyder was. I I would bet you what you want to bet that my children who never saw Fernando Valenzuela, but they know who Fernando Valenzuela sure. was and what he meant. Yep. You that That's the threshold. It has to be one of those. Well, of course he belongs in there. Not one of those. Oh, let me explain to you why and I'm going to spend 20 minutes making a case. Yeah. I, I, that's kind of, it's not unlike the hall of fame. Like if you have to put together a presentation to convince me that Scott Rowland belongs in the hall of fame, then he doesn't. Right, you don't. There was no presentation necessary for Ricky Henderson. There's not going to be a presentation necessary for Albert Pujols or Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, put him in. We're done. Next guy. But the second, no, no, no. Let me explain to you why he should be. We're done here. And I think that's where that slippery slope comes in. But Fernando is the exception that proves the rule. He absolutely but, should be. By in. the way, for those who don't know, we are going to carry Roland's presser live. <laughs> I have friends um, that have played in the major leagues, and I got texts from virtually all of them. They're like, this is a joke, right? He's not really in. Damn. Yes. Okay, so again, that goes back to the case of all of these, right? That The ones that make sense and the ones that don't. It was was a reach. Um, Speaking of dominant left-handers from Mexico, Julio Urias Mm -hmm. um, was asked about contract extensions. Remember, he's a free agent at the end of the season. Um, we have the WBC and then we have the season. And so those are the two things I'm focused on right now. My representatives and the team will have their chance to talk, but I'm 100% focused on the field. Okay. That, that I'm okay with that answer Al. Mm-hmm. the, listen, I got WBC and then we got the Dodger season coming up and I'm going to let the people that I pay to figure out the rest of this economic contract stuff. I would have just liked one little more, but I would very much like to stay here. Sure. I would like to have heard something like that. He went on to say, I always try to give respect to whomever deserves it. I try to do my thing, and hopefully they also carry their part. No? That just bums me out. Because to me, that sounds like, look, they had their chance, and they didn't meet me where I needed to be met, that they've been yanking my chain, that they've had me do these things. They never asked Clayton Kershaw to do this. They never asked Walter Bu- Walker Bueller to do this. They're not asking any of these other guys to do 10 different things for them. Mm-hmm. Why am I always the guy that has to do it? I give respect to whomever deserves it. I try to do my thing, and hopefully they also carry their part. No, that does not fill me with confidence that Urias is coming back. It, in fact... It feels like he's leaving. That that to me is a first. Mm. I was like, uh oh, that's really bad news. That's a problem. 
That's a big problem. Those quotes are really, really... Uh, listen, I, I don't want to sound like I'm being dramatic here, but that's kind of what I took from it too. And I started thinking, I, I'm telling myself, I'm like, okay, could Julio still be upset from two years ago? Could Julio still be upset from how they've used him in certain predicaments and situations? Maybe there's certain people that are like this, okay? There's certain people that are like, I'm not going to forget this. Joe Sy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At least he had his reasoning, right? At, at least he, he had did. his reasoning. Because if there's one thing that Julio hasn't done, he hasn't given the Dodgers a reason to disrespect him. Right. Right? So I, I just bring that up because there could be some players treat things of, guys, I don't care. It's a business. We're doing what we got to do. They wanted to use me in these certain positions that I, I, I can't put words into Julio's mouth, but it sounds like to me he does feel like there are – I always try to give respect to whomever deserves it. Okay, that doesn't come out of nowhere. Exactly. That that's not something that he just decided. I woke up on you know Saturday or Sunday, whenever they Saturday, um, and I just this quote came off the top of my head. It doesn't feel like that. So I just say it because can the way they have used him in the past affect future negotiations? And I think the answer is clear as yes. hell. Read what he's saying. Yeah, well, look, I'm going to read it one more time. I always try to give respect to whomever deserves it. I try to do my thing, and hopefully they also carry their part. No. What that is is, look, I've done my part. Where is your part? I've shown respect. Where's the respect for me? Why why have we gotten to this point? And maybe he just wants to go. Again, he's a Scott Boris guy, so he's going to the market. That's what Scott Boris clients do. It's probably a pretty smart strategy. Um, But this, you're right. This was not – I've done everything you've asked of me. I've respected your request. I was your closer on your World Series team when you needed one because Kenley was melting down. Yep. I was the guy that you brought in in the fifth inning of an elimination game against the Giants because you decided you wanted to do an opener for out of the blue. Yep. I'm the guy that is your number one pitcher until I'm not because you've decided that someone – there's a lot of things that he could carry around with him. That Disrespect feels – a little too far but not a lot mm-hmm. it, it's just short of they treat him as some guy that's just a guy that we're going to get him no matter what you better pay attention to this guy you better treat him with the respect that he deserves because he certainly earned it on performance he certainly earned it as far as his willingness to take on a, a variety of roles without complaining never asked walker bueller to come into the game as a as a middleman no you have not you never asked hey we need you to go out there and pitch three innings in relief in a couple of worlds this man has been their most versatile weapon and now most consistent yeah it's just it's a weird deal and available that we've here super available so okay so let me throw this your way um what what do what can the dodgers change you know you've said this a, a number of different times and we've seen it firsthand hey listen we got kind of a number that we're going to pay for certain guys and if it ain't you then we're going to go and try to replace whoever the case is uh you don't have aces just you know sitting around and he and is one he is an ace so yeah. is this what can the dodgers do to potentially change like what what has to happen between now and the time he becomes a free agent i don't know if they can because they're not gonna they're not gonna make him the offer that he can't refuse right they don't do that they they don't say and i'm making up numbers if he's a 30 million dollar a year guy which he at least is a 30 million dollar they're not going to come in and say we're going to give you 42 they're not going to do that they might Mm -hmm. come in and say we'll give you 31 but steve cohen's out there peter seidler's out there there are other guys with all sorts of julio may say let me try something different and you know what you had your chance Mm. and and it 
Andrew Friedman, this is a quote before the Julio quotes. This came out late last week. Yeah. I think our level of respect for Julio and what he's meant is abundantly clear. As far as what that means, we'll see. It already feels like they're each the staking out here? their positions. Yeah. Our level of respect for Julio and what he what he's meant is abundantly Is it? Why is he hitting the market? If it if it's abundantly clear, why is he pitching out of the bullpen when you're not asking? I, and I, I, I said it myself. The answer is because he can. The answer is because he's pretty good right. at it. But you're not asking the other guys to do it, and that's that respect I think that we're talking about. Yeah, and, and you know I remember when it was happening, it was a compliment that he can do that stuff. But certainly for Julio, he's like, well, you're not using, you're not treating me the way you're treating some of these other uh, pitchers. Kyrie Irving is a Dallas Maverick. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what happens next for the Lakers? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.